Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It is your problem and it shall be Heard Now, if you want to be part of the Luxury Lounge, all you got to do is email jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your complaint. You can complain about anything. The luxury of the lounge is the place to complain, the safe space. I built this lounge with my bare hands so that you could come in and talk about anything you want. No one can look at you and go, no, 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 bigger problems in the world. There's no bigger problem. It is your problem. It shall be heard. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you said it. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a part of the lounge. Very excited for tonight. Today's guest, uh, he's been in the lounge. Have you been in the lounge before? Yeah, yeah returning guest. Yeah, yeah. A returner to the lounge. He's got a show. He's taping a special. We want people to go. If you're in the New York area, it's at the Comedy Cellar. It's on October 23rd. It's a Monday night. What a fun, best cool night. Best thing. Best night for comedy. That's the best night for I. Well, I like doing comedy on Sunday nights. Yeah. That's kind of because Sunday nights it feels like people have had their weekend, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "This is like a bonus night." Ah, a little, a little naughty. Why we shouldn't be having fun? We tonight? shouldn't be having fun, but we're having fun and we're chilling. Yeah, we've got like some poison in us. We drank throughout the yeah. weekend, so we're, we're just having bearing like, the sadness of the weekday. Right, we're, we're 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 pushing it off. So like you know, that. they're a little more giving. I think Definitely, as far as yeah. like you're, you, it's not like. Saturday night's date night, Friday night's drunk night. Yeah, and both are awful. They can be. They're tough comedy nights. Both because, are awful. Right. Because, again, when you see someone with a date and they're, like, not yeah, loose. Yeah, it's like. Get out of here. Well, it's tough. You want people to laugh without thinking, but it's hard to laugh when you're thinking, uh, you know, let's face it. It's the women's fault. Them. <laughs> no, uh, well, what does this laugh say about me yeah, and about you're, us you're just, and about. Both of, you, both of you are thinking, you know, this laugh, I might have to. Defend this laugh later, right? So that, and then drunk night is awful because it's about them, you know. Right. When you know they're going, woo, they're just saying, "Be a part of my good night," right? And I, then we're like, "No, this is my night." You're just observing. You I, had, I once did a show where there was like a twenty person birthday party, mm. and the club never warned me, <laughs> never said, "Hey, Jared, just so you know," which is like something they should do. Yeah, and they sure. sat them around the stage. So you're like, I'm like, if you have a twenty person birthday party, <laughs> put them in the back, put them in a yeah, corner. Like, like put, how do we make this as hard to kick out everyone as possible? Right. <laughs> how do we interweave this into the fabric of the audience? Like and, it's a tumor you can't operate on. <laughs> right, literally. And how do we make these 20 people feel like it's their birthday their show. party? It'll, like their surround show. sound heckling. Right. It basically became that. And then they're like, make fun of Robert. And you're oh, like, I don't want to. I didn't even introduce you. Uh, Ronan Hirschberg, thank you for coming on. Everyone go yeah. follow at Ronan Comedy. Hilarious comedy. R-A-N-A-N. R-A-A-N-A-N comedy. we got to put the link in the bio of the episode. So October 23rd, ronancomedy.com. That's where you go get the tickets. You're taping another special. Taping a special. Love it. So at we want, the cellar. Yeah. At the cellar. Monday night, at the cellar, fun. New York City. You moved to New York City. Why'd you move here? To be a part of it. Yeah. What is it? Isn't that the song? I want to be a part of New York. I want to be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Isn't you moved there here, yeah. a Sinatra thing? Yeah, yeah. New York, New York. Right. I don't, I don't remember how it goes, but yeah, yeah. You want to be part of the city. Part yeah. of the city. This is a cool thing to do. Date. Again, we say date night, but a Monday night, if you're going on a date night, you're probably a little looser. This yeah. This is something fun to do. Ron, you got... 
great stuff. Such a funny comic. You guys are gonna love it. So go to Rononcomedy.com. I'm for women too. Not just for even men. even that joke before no, that he made. Joke. He did blame women, but but you know I'm I'm a fat guy who struggles with weight, which mm. is like every woman. <laughs> okay, <laughs> who, but no, whether they're fat or not, right? Everyone's every fat guy, with every fat guy mm. feels like every. <laughs> woman you know what i mean this is this the first joke of the (laughs) uh, is this what we're this is our lead joke (laughs) no that could we're depressed about being overweight or or feeling fat we're depressed about feeling fat i guess you're there's we're we're thinking about our looks in a way that i would say it seems as though most women have to be put in that position and we're kind of almost forced to be because of whatever issues or me i'm for you look great me i'm forced to be open about it in a way that i think women feel more okay to be open about you know? right than well men. you know again like you you know it's like, this is societal stuff societal stuff have you thought of ozempic oh i've thought about it i actually was real i was talking about like i was like i need to lose weight i was talking about someone oh it was whitney cummings okay not to name drop no, that was a huge name but drop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i was talking about losing weight and you know, I was, I was like, I need to lose weight. And I was hoping she'd be like, "Oh, you're not that fat," you know, which is what people typically say. Right. By the way, when you're over, no one says you're not fat more than th- fat people hear that. Fat people hear you're not fat more than anyone. More than, and fat people also hear you look like you've lost weight more than time. anyone else all the time. I get, I get, <laughs> I, I walked. I was annoyed, and I walked into the show. Whenever I feel like I've gained weight, someone goes. Bulking up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulking up? <laughs> it's like, I didn't walk in here in a stringer tank top <laughs> with, with with 40 pound dumbbells in my hand. So no, I'm not bulking up. For what? For what? Football like, season? What do you also, think I'm bulking up for? They're also saying like, oh, you're, you're putting on the fat to turn into muscle, but you're not doing the turning into muscle part. Right. <laughs> but they, they like assume the carb loading part. <laughs> right. You're just bigger. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, there's no 38 year old. But it's just it's yeah. just a weird comment. Oh, bulking up! Like, yeah, I don't know what you think. Like I'm going through this cycle. Like I'm a weightlifter. Like I I don't understand well, even I where truly, it comes I mean, from. I think you look great Thank right you. now. Um, but but in the past, I truly can never tell if you're fat or muscular. <laughs> sure. Well, I I mean I'm a I'm a wide torsoed guy, and I feel like I am too. Yeah, but I think you are just like a wide muscular guy. I'm I'm thick. You're th- yeah, for for sure. I think everyone in my family's built that way yeah. too. Like my dad has a barrel chest. My yeah. grandfather had a barrel chest. You know, there's like a thickness. You know, big boned. I feel like that too. I feel like I'm big boned and fat. Mm. But there's, there's fat around the big bones. <laughs> what are you doing for working out? You said you got. I go. I, uh, I I I ride a bike. I was weightlifting for like a couple months. Mm-hmm. I had this uh, Hungarian trainer who was who was pretty good. He'd like insult you without trying to he'd be like uh see it's very hard for you to like i'd be just lifting my body for right. stuff and he'd be like it's very hard because you're lifting like 215 pounds it's a lot of weight i'm lifting, yeah, yeah. i'm lifting a lot less weight so you're <laughs> he's like trying to your spin, knees he's he thin my fat into me just like really working out hard like right. wow you're going because it's all just body like lifting. for you this like, is wow you're going for a whole 215 <laughs> right i hate that i wouldn't be able to have anyone de- i and this is my pre-existing yeah. Um, problems, but like anyone foreign to the language, I couldn't have involved in my health life. They are. It is funny, <laughs> like because like, any language barrier to that, they always are more insulting. Than, yeah, cause they don't know how to like dance around. Like, hey, you're really doing a great job. They have to go. Your knees get weak under yeah, yeah. the pressure of the fat weight knee, of your yeah. body, and, and they're like, "Oh, that's a, they're horrible." Not trying to insult you. No, which is like when a kid calls you fat, it's just like right. <laughs> you know he. Uh, 
he's funny too. He was like, you know, I'm hungry. Uh, there's a stereotype about Jews that they uh, are, you know, very uh, greedy. Is that through <laughs> other places? Right. He goes, is that through other places? And I go, yeah, it's gotten around. <laughs> yeah, the history of the world. <laughs> Legitimately. It, it was just specific to Hungary. <laughs> right. Oh, we only talk about that there. No, 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 no. It's like, when, yeah. It's like, did, did you guys have Toys R Us growing up too? Yeah, like, we all had the same childhood. Yeah, 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 we had the same hilarious. shitty fucking. He literally was like, is that, do they, is that stereotype other places? Like, he thinks every country has a different stereotype. Right. Years. It's greedy there. We're like fast in uh, fucking, uh, you know, France. Well, he he would have there. to know that the world has been kind of like mean to choose over the history of it. <laughs> I don't think Does he, he think why. it's like a bad <laughs> reputation differently in every. Yeah, I think he, he must thought think, it was like, yeah, different things like Jews are fast here. Jews are like greedy. Jews are, you know, I don't know. They're uh, they eat too much. I don't know. Different right. stereotypes he plays. <laughs> Each place, and then we all got together. And Maybe like, an accent just allows you to say what you really want to tell people, and he's pretty, just an asshole. Yeah, yeah like, pretty much. No. Listen, let's get to the complaints. Everyone yeah. go to Ranan's show on the 23rd. It is in the Comedy Cellar, the world-famous Comedy Cellar. Um, we're going to do the complaints. You ready? I'm always ready. Uh, I'm trying to think of what my complaint is today. I've been in a good mood. Everything's okay. Uh, I No. My, okay. Hit the music, Shelby. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues too. I just got New Balance. Oh, I've had them for a minute, but they got the red N on it. Yours? Yeah. I love I, the red N. I, I really I'm always looking for the red N. I'll show it. I'm always looking for just some kind of red, black, New Balance really? configuration. Yeah. These ones are great. They got a cool under. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll show them to Sometimes people find New Balance and like, I don't even know. Do you just get this made for yourself? Like, sometimes I've seen There's a lot of... You can get, like, different tailored. combinations. Yeah. Mm. My complaint today is... My parents listening to my podcast. Mm. That's a real issue I have lately. Because when I go on the podcast and I rant and I say it, I get it out there. It's out, done, I'm over it. Sometimes just complaining here is my therapy. And and then I'm like, I don't really hold on to things I don't think. I don't feel like I do. I will harp on things, but I don't hold on to them. It's a tough sell to your parents to be like, look, this is my personal therapy that I'm telling everyone else in the world. But it's not for you. (laughs) But but also, like, because I don't mind that they listen. I just mind that I have to now rehash. I I went on a podcast and I talked about my mom called me this about looks and body she yeah, called yeah. me and she goes literally i was in a subway on like a tuesday and she goes it's the worst you've ever looked and i'm like why Who said that? this is my mom about you about me so i was like i'm recently this, this is a couple last week fucking psychos right and i go and i'm like literally in a subway like people going to work and i'm like okay i can't do this now like i'm standing i can't have this conversation now there's nothing that's gonna be fixed right now like i need to like move on from this well i think that goes way beyond her listening to her podcast i think it, what's why does she feel the need to say you look terrible well i guess because she claimed that it, like my eyes look puffy and that i was drinking too much You're like, when the I was real there. problem is that it's uh her listening to my podcast when it's really right. her well has completely destroyed your self-image <laughs> right <laughs> well to her like when i tell the story of it and you can go listen i think i did it on the you up benefits podcast and i told the story she listened to it and i'm like once it's out like at the end of that podcast i'm like 
I've moved on. I'm yeah. okay with it. Like, I just think it, to me, it's now funny to call someone and go, it's the worst yeah, you've yeah. ever looked, yeah, yeah. and then hang up. And it's like, it's now I get to have this yeah, all day, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then she goes, I just need to talk to you about what happened on the podcast. I feel bad. I feel bad. I'm like, <laughs> oh, I don't feel bad anymore. Well, I guess I did transfer it over to her, but I don't want to do it again. I'm just done. Like, it's no, over. Yeah, it's like, we're not. Yeah. The po- yeah. It, it's, it, you ever get in like an argument with someone, then you go, okay, we're good. And then they just keep bringing it up, and you're like, we're good. Yeah. You're making it awkward. Yeah, all the time. Like, yeah. I can move on from these. Yeah, things. you can move on. They just still want to. Yeah. This happens at comedy shows all the time too, where you like slam someone, like they're yelling out, and you go, you make a joke about them, and then you go back to the show, and then they're like, <laughs> and you're like, we could have moved on. Right, we're exactly. cool. We, well, one of the like one of the ways you can really upset someone if they're mad at you, and you just say, I'm really sorry. They have that moment where they're like. Fuck you! I'm still bad, but you like stop me from like like right. I'm sorry is a great. I don't people who can't say I'm sorry are psychopaths because like right. or more like you are a psychopath. You should as a psychopath realize how great the card I'm sorry is because it literally stops the person. It, it for, makes a person feel silly for still being angry, <laughs> right? And what it does, it stops them from this like rant they yeah. prepared for you. They want you to feel if you if someone it ruins feels their that, moment. It's great. Right. It's if, awesome. if, if someone feels they deserve, and I'm sorry, yeah, then they also feel they deserve to let you know why you right. should be more so sorry. So what I do is they start reeling up for that rant, right. the big soliloquy or whatever. Yeah, and I just say I'm sorry right away, deeply before you start. <laughs> I ruin. It is thing. a great way to go. And then they're like, have this look like, but I got three more pages right. here. You know I got what I mean? <laughs> like a whole thing it's to make you feel horrific and, and then they're like, still angry and right. they can't they can't like you can't if like someone said sorry you can't be like and you also like it's like you know it's like it's a way to really like fuck with people right but it is what you say, <laughs> it is funny that you say that it's like a psycho to not say i'm sorry it's like you go hey i i hear what you're saying well, I'm sorry. Like you, the other way to go is what to fight for a point that. Well, you... Well, here's the thing: you don't have to meet it. Right. That's the best. <laughs> that's the best part of I'm sorry. Like you, can just... like you don't have to meet it. You just right. have to sound like you mean it. Right. Hey, that's a really good way to sound like you mean it. Hey, all you have to really do to sound like you mean it is go before you get started. Yeah. I know you're really angry with and me. I hear you. I've been thinking about this all night long. I'm really sorry. I am truly. Yeah. Sorry. Touch your heart. Yeah. Touch your heart. Touch your heart. Yeah. Touch your heart. (laughs) Um, I can't tell you how sorry. And then they can't be like, you lying. You know what I mean? Like, I I know. And then you just go, I know. I know. I know. But too late. I said sorry. Sorry. It's the sorry's been said. But these people who like can't say sorry unless they meet, like, I just don't say sorry. It's like, why are you making shit so hard on yourself? Well, that's why they're in a position to say sorry in the first place. They're a piece of shit. Right. I, I would say that the correlation between I don't say sorry unless I meet it. And pieces of shit, yeah, yeah, is pretty dead on. Like that's a big part of the Venn diagram, the middle right. part of the Venn diagram. You mean diagram. it's actually worse to only say it if you feel like you mean it? I think saying sorry for the health of someone you care about, whether you is mean actually, it or not, whether you mean it or yes. not, is a caring thing. That is a great spin. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no, that that's how you know I'm a good liar is- and apology. No, but it is true. Like you go, listen, I don't really understand what I did wrong, but this person that I care about is yeah. really upset, and to stop them from yelling. Uh, let me just get this <laughs> done with. I guess it's not really communication, but I don't think the other way is a better way of communication. No, at you're all. A psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Right, like I, I gotta need to want to care about. It. It's like you probably have no friends it's left. It's much harder being an asshole. In life. Right, like easier to be nice than me. Way easier. Way That's easier. why, like, I don't think being nice is means you're necessarily good, but it doesn't mean you're nice. It's right. better than being an asshole. Right. <laughs> it's it's easier. It's less. Str- you but whatever. Less... T- if I ever t- you ever talk shit about comic and someone's like they're actually really nice, I'm like, so is everyone. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> right. I think that's even more of a insult. It can be more of an insult. Like, like if you're like they're a nice guy and you're like, um, you know, 
I don't right. know. Like I, I yeah, you definitely don't want to be. You, well, you don't want nice to be number one on. Like if someone's defining you. Oh, like, as a comic, it, it, you don't want. Nice I think to in be any industry. One. Yeah. If you're nice first and then good at your job second. Yeah. Right. Like. You really want to get what that you, sweet middle is, ground between nice and rapist. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that was the spectrum. <laughs> that's just, well, that's, that, the, uh, that's both sides. <laughs> ladies, you can go to Ron On's show on Monday, uh, the 23rd of October. Let's go to Ron On's complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to turn. complain. Oh, yeah. They're ready to I jump didn't know in. How much I was going to like this coffee mug with ice. They've got lots of ice. problems, no. too. It, it ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their of the day. Let's hear their complaint of yeah, the day. That's a good point. They're invited on well, the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Yeah, no, let's hear the complaint. Well, I want to complain about. I guess I just saw a nutritionist. How'd it go? It was good. I realized that, like, the minute I started talking to her, like, we had an hour-long session, I was like, oh, this is what I need instead of a therapist. Like, I realized that in the moment, I'm like, oh, this is... Like, we got into more intense issues just talking about my relationship with food. Like, my therapist, I, like, you know, whatever, it's okay, but she asked me what's my, like, history with food. I just start crying immediately, you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Well, what did you get from it? Like, you know, I think there's, like, two things. I have a nutritionist that I, like, lean on. Yeah, Alex Turoff. She's great. Um, And what I love about what she does, it's like, sometimes it's hard with a nutritionist because you'll go, what do I have for breakfast? And they're like, what do you like for breakfast? And you're like, no, no, no. This is medicine. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat when I eat. Right. This is going to be helping me feel better when I eat. Right. To allow myself to do that, I need a plan otherwise. Like, I need right. to be like a baby. Like, yes. I need to be on a schedule. I need to really figure this out. Well, and this, and mm-hmm. Alex was, like, very helpful in that where I'm like, like, I gave a scenario. I was like, Delta Sky Club, what should I eat? She right. goes, two hard-boiled eggs with a, the shell of a third hard-boiled egg and a banana. You're done. And I go, that's what I need. That's why these people who are like, oh, you got to think of the, 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 I just think to me, for someone to look at someone being like, I'm having body issues, I'm having food issues, and to go, well, you just got to be more uh, thoughtful with it. And yeah, yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. worry yeah, about, yeah. don't get, don't put judgments on food. It's like, no, no, no. We are, I am so far away. This is so funny, because I think my nutritionist is exactly that. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no food is evil. Yeah, no food is evil, but like, tell me what number of calories I should stay for within sure, for, sure. for breakfast. Well, you know? I will say it. I think things work differently for different people. That's the, that's the major point. I think, and I, I just started with her, but I will say like, I've always tried to diet different mm. ways, and it's like she, she asked me about a day, and this is my complaint about dieting. I have tried so many diets mm. that anytime I eat any food, I feel bad because I'm breaking one of those diets. Right, I'm like, I know that. I know the breaking feeling. Atkins or keto, right. or a whole thirty, or like you know, like anything. You right, know what I mean? fruit. You know, like everything is bad on something. So I've just like developed this. Like I have developed this really shame with food mm. from younger shit. You know. Mm-hmm. And what she was, it was funny, she was asking me about, like, what, what was my process eating the day before? And I had to tell her, like, what was my, what I did. 
And once you say it out loud, you're like, oh, I'm a crazy person. Right. Like, <laughs> well, what did you eat? It was tough to like talk about. It was like opening up about it. I Well, it, it, it's not like that I ate so horribly. It's that I had so many delusions. So I said, well, it was Sunday. It was a couple weeks before my special. I did want to lose weight. And I decided I'll start intermittent fasting today. Like, yeah. I, just, I just woke up starting a new diet. Not even knowing <laughs> what that is. Well, I mean, I've tried it before, but like never like actually like it wasn't like something. But has anyone like, taught you intermittent fasting? No. Yeah. No. You've taught you yeah. have an idea of what it yeah. is. I was like, I'm going to eat from just 12 to 8. Right. You know what I mean? You just decide. But I just decided. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to try this diet. Like, I'm just going to try this diet today. Right. So right away, it's just crazy. You know what I mean? Yes. And then. You know, I talk about what I eat, and then I talk about how, like, you know, I weighed 12 to eat, and then I ate, and it was pretty healthy, but then I totally forgot to eat till, like, 5 p.m., and I was starving, and I was at a diner, and I'm like, well, it's intermittent fasting, so I'll just eat unhealthy, you know? Right, you can do whatever you want right. during so your I, window. You know, it wasn't, like, the most unhealthy. Like, I'm not, like, but it was, like, potato salad and, like, a sure. wrap and shit where I, like, you know... Not that that's necessarily all bad, but it was like, you know, potato salad I wouldn't have done. You know what I mean? And uh, and I ate that, and then I forgot to eat at 8 p.m. Mm. So I ended up eating, like, a wrap, like, right before I went to bed. And it was just funny to talk about it, because I was like, oh, I would have been healthier if I didn't try to diet. Right. Well, <laughs> that's like, most the case. Is yeah. like you end up, it's a binge-restrict It's pattern. a binge-restrict thing, and it's like... Because I try some kind of diet, because I don't, because I'm not honest at my own abilities, mm. I just like have a delusion, and that makes it worse. Especially intermittent, where you're like, "Well, I'll just eat it." So then it just turned out I was trying to diet, and what I, what happened? I just ended up eating bad all day. Right. <laughs> well, because here's what happens, and it happens to me: it's like I'll not do this so that I can do more later. Yeah. And what you realize is like you have to be able to do that later. Yes. You know, and you can't do that. You do. You can do. You'll do more later, but so much more that you've actually ruined what you didn't do right. for yourself earlier. It's just fucking delusion. Yeah, it's, it's delusion. Fucking delusion. It's like, and it's, it's my whole life. And she was saying, like, you need to feel more full during the day, right? And that's where I was realizing, like, I'm so erratic that I'll get like really hungry, mm. or I'll have some diet. And right now, we just—I mean, it's. Look, it's such a weird system now because she's like her whole thing is intuitive eating. This is the thing I <laughs> hate intuitive eating. I think intuitive eating to me, like I, I well, well, I haven't here, tried it. It, yet. it works, you know. Again, you're trying to figure out what works for you, so it might work for you. You might, but I, I'm like, you know, I understand that t- sometimes intuitive eating is like shouted out pe- at people in the way that like body confidence is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. don't like that. That's yeah. where it gets annoying. Where they go. They they get they be they end up getting mad at you for having rules by not following their rules. Right, right. And right. you go, we're we've lost our minds. Yeah, we're, course, our, yeah, we have gone all the way around the dial to conservative again. You right. know, like and you're the getting, liberal who becomes conservative. And it's like you get the advice from thin people or like metab- right. metab- metabolically privileged, right? And you're like, which is like a hot guy giving advice. It's like or someone born rich giving financial advice. Right. It's like you know, I get fights with my girlfriend about this because. She is like, she does like give me advice, and I'm like, you're just fucking born skinny. Go fuck yourself. Right. And, it's uh, not even born skinny. It's like, have you ever watched someone who has like a pretty good body yeah. eat? Mm-hmm. And they eat differently than me. Yeah. Like they're not hovered over the food. They're not like, it's not look, something bad. Right. And they're not like making sure like everyone got even amounts on yeah, the apps. Yeah. Like they're just a different mindset. Well, I do it's think. Like, 
people do. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I do think people get that gene, and other people don't. That gene of right. like, I gotta fill up completely, and like, I don't know where I'm gonna get my next meal. Right. When when's the next fun yeah. meal? Like, I'll yeah. do a good meal, and I'll be like, well. I'm gonna be healthy tomorrow, so I really gotta right. like pack it and in. And we we literally fill up because on an evolutionary thing, we're like, oh, I don't know when our next, you know, who knows when we'll get a next right. pterodactyl that we're gonna hunt. But it doesn't make sense now because we're just like, who knows when I'll see a bodega or Burger King again? Right, right. Yeah, I think you'll find one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so I realized like. I have been fucked up with diets, and I just started this, so I don't know if it's you got to give it a shot, but you got to give it a fair shot. I got to give it a fair shot. And the shot is essentially having like balanced meals. Sure. And actually like, which I do think of anything, the one thing, it's very not restrictive. I mean, I guess it is in the sense that you have to like have a plan for when you're going to eat time wise. That's the hardest part for us as comedians yes. too. Because you wake up, a di- waking up at the same time every day is already, you're immediately healthier. Of course, yeah. No and matter what. I, re- I would be way thinner if I didn't fucking go on the road. I'm fucking, literally, we're shortening our life expectancies for these drunken right. pieces of shit. <laughs> you can go to Renan's show ask, on Monday, what, October How long 23rd. they've been dating. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I know where you're coming from. I deal with it myself. I think like, schedule is key to everything i like listen the intuitive part for me is realizing the difference between bored and hunger yeah and getting ahead of starving yes eating when hungry getting ahead but not of getting ahead of yeah. starving it's like a huge thing for me which, which that is like i do think if you have more structure it'll take a little more of the emotion I, listen it. i'm a big protein bar guy just to get me yeah. to my next meal just because again oh i'm hungry Protein bar. I'm not starving. I can get well, done with it. Well, she has in her list, like, you have to take a certain amount of snacks a day between meals. Right. And on that list is a protein bar, and also on her list, which I think is insane. And I don't know if this is a joke or reverse. Mm. Like, she has M&M's. I know. <laughs> that's not a joke. That, that's Well, that gets to the no evil food part. Because you go yes. M&M's, the protein bar and the M&M's have the same amount of calories. Yeah. You go... And you're like, but your whole life, I get it. Your whole life is like, get away from the candy. No candy. Right, right. No candy before dinner. So now you have this evil thing that's so. But then I guess now I'm going, well, I'm not going to have M&M's. Like it's, it's turning into my choice. <laughs> well, if you had M&M's, there's a difference between when you eat M&M's and when you should eat M&M's. I, yeah. I do believe this. Like if I ate M&M's right now, I would have one bag because I'm not starving. Yeah, Again, yeah. I would have one bag and I go, All right, I had the M&M's. They were good. They were delicious. You and I don't do that, though. No, we wait until, don't do it, don't do it, yeah. don't do it. When then I you have go, M&Ms, fine, and you eat it under a bridge. Yeah, when I have M&M's, it means I'm thinking about the girl who rejected me in high school. Right, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you're back in the yearbook, you're flipping through. Like there is... You're like, what does it mean, <laughs> have a good summer? Like when a thin person, <laughs> like when a thin person eats m and yeah, it's just like, oh, I just had m and Yeah, but I, for I me, think... it's like... No one will ever love me. Right. Or like haunted memories. You ever been to a coffee shop and seen someone get like, <laughs> and I'll summer. have one croissant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you go, that person's how totally are they, okay. How are they not derailing? Like right. that would be me on like my suicidal day. If you right. see me order a croissant at the beginning of the day, I'm planning suicide at 5 p.m. Watch out for me. <laughs> I mean, I can even tell by your coffee order that you're fucked up with food. I've, I really? just said this. Normal people get splash of cream. The idea, oh, yeah, if you yeah. got a splash of cream, you'd be like, I've given up, that you'd be on suicide watch. Yeah, yeah, I would. Well, years ago, I was with uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, another, oh, I never even finished that Whitney thing. Mm. I was just going to say that I said I was losing weight. I was like, I, I need to lose weight. And I, I hoped she would be like, oh, you're not that fat. But instead, she said, you should try. Ozempic. Oh, yeah, but uh, yeah. one time with another comic, Greg Fitzsimmons, very funny comic. Mm. I've and, been on his show, very funny. And he asked me, uh, 
like what kind of co- he, he drank coffee black which I had not done until that point and he's like why what kind of coffee do you drink he asked me and I go I usually get like a pumpkin spice latte and he went wow you really never miss an opportunity to gain weight do you <laughs> <laughs> and I've been drinking black coffee that's ever a very, since <laughs> that's, that's how you can tell Greg Fitzsimmons been in LA for yeah. a long time yeah, like yeah, the yeah. idea of like Coffee is just really could run you out of town with one latte order. We assume enjoying something is bad. Well, this is back to the issue initially. Yeah, this is what your nutritionist is getting at. Listen, what do you think is bad though? Okay, sorry. What Mm -hmm. what do you mean? Well, I don't want to interrupt your plug. Go ahead. (laughs) We'll get to it. But everything is. but you think intuitive it, that kind of intuitive? Is I bad? think it's when it's told to people who need to be told what to do for a few months. <laughs> it's yeah. bad. I don't think it's for everybody. It's not for everyone. I will say. I this. think sometimes the intuitive eating people become judgmental of people who don't do it in the way oh, yeah. that they tell you not to not judge things. I judge I, things. I hear that, and I am like, I don't think I'm going to be like. It is kind of funny because I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to lose weight. I'll feel better. Right. But also it's like, it's just weird because you're like, the other day I followed it. And I'm like, I don't think I would have eaten more just doing my own thing, even though that would have been more shameful. Yeah, I would have probably eaten later at night. Right. That is the one difference. Like, because I'm having dinner earlier and still having like a small snack late at yeah. night, I'm like not eating. You know what when I mean? When you know there's food coming, that's a big part. You just said there's another meal coming. Yes. And I know what it is. Yes. Knowing what the food is the rest of the day well, is going to be. That's what my girlfriend that's, is very that's good a big at. Thing. She plans that all. Like if you're like, okay, I wake up, have an egg white omelet, I'm going to have the protein, ch- the yeah. protein, and then I'm going to have a grilled chicken it's later. It's hard when you're like a depressive. Co- my girlfriend's like, what do you want for dinner tonight? I'm like, I have a gut in my mouth right now. I'm not <laughs> thinking about that shit. Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com here with Ron on Hirschberg. Go to run on special taping October 23rd it's at the cellar rononcomedy.com we are sponsored if you're tired of dealing with hair thinning there's hope first of all you're not alone over half of humanity experiences hair thinning it's common and it can be fixed Nutrafol the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement has been clinically shown to improve hair growth visible thickness and strength they use science backed ingredients to get you back to your Fabio inspired locks I have not used Nutrafol my mom loves it my mom has seen the difference. She feels her hair has gotten thicker. I've become her pusher. She keeps calling me. I need more Nutrafol. I need more. <laughs> She's on it. She loves it. I think you're going to like it too. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas that help hair growth based on each client's biology, age, and other lifestyle factors. Just take a quick hair wellness quiz on their website and you'll be on your way to the hair of your dreams. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol. For just six months. Okay, the numbers tell you everything. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering JTrain listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code FEATHER. Find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code FEATHER. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code FEATHER. You ready to do some complaints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. J Train Podcast Juma.com. Luxury Lounge. Pissed off and pedicured. Mm-hmm. Feather, feather, let's get right into my complaint. I write to you in the middle of getting a pedicure at the bougie nail salon in my suburban town. Is this a guy or girl? 
I'm just um, <laughs> It could be whoever you'd like. I'm going for a pedicure after this. I'm, I'm down. For context, I go to this place as a special treat since the prices are two times higher than other options in the area. Today, the nail tech doing my nails is new and in training. The owner is shadowing the new nail tech and is constantly interrupting to correct something. Needless to say, this is not a relaxing experience, and I miss the sure hands of an experienced professional. I'm understanding that people need to be trained, but shouldn't I have at least been given a heads up about this possibly possibility when I book my appointment? Don't you think some of, uh, some kind of discount should be offered for me since this is not the experience I came for? Thanks for hearing me out. Pissed off and pedicured. What do you think? Well, I'm going to try to empathize more with the complaints. I think last yes. time you don't remember, but like every time you have a complaint, I was just like, Shut up, you fucking! But I actually no. This I, is a this is a real complaint. I actually do empathize with this because I got a sandwich the other day. I just ordered a sandwich quickly, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know that moment where you're like, order a sandwich, and then the guy's like, turns to the felon who just got a job that day, and mm-hmm. he's like, "All right, you ready? Here we go." And then you're suddenly the fucking, you know, you're the guinea pig. You're the guinea pig. So he's telling this fucking, you know, pedophile. He's like, "Put, you know, <laughs> all right, you why is use- every sandwich place <laughs> hire the most horrific? <laughs> That's how they do criminals it. branding." <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you knew. Okay, I didn't. I didn't realize Subway was like home. Of, well, I guess I should have. They're Jared, all like that. You know? Yeah. So he's like, "All right, put. You want to put the bread on like this?" And he's like, "Well, in prison we put it like this." Right. And they're just explaining. Well, we it make took like, license plates. Yeah, it takes like an hour. <laughs> yeah. You know, he shivs him halfway through. It's like right. I'm waiting for my sandwich for so long, and I, it does upset me. They they should ask to the person, "Do you mind if we train him?" Because he could be on a rush. I've been waiting like thirty minutes for like a sandwich. You could have been in a rush. Also, and there was especially like, in like a spa place. Yeah. You signed up for an experience. You came to them because you expected the bougie experience. They should look at you and go, hey, listen, if you opt in to our teach teaching program, we'll give you 10% off today. Right. Like 10% off is like such a... 10% is just a nice gesture. Also, maybe just train without customers waiting in a rush. Why right. Don't just, why don't you just train a sandwich? I don't know. I mean, I guess they have to train every type of sandwich. Right. You got to... Well, there has to be some. Tra- I understand you got to train on the job. That is part of hiring new. Yeah, the idea that every everyone has a first day. Okay, yeah. let's alert people. Hey, we got a first day. Like I would actually like to be a part of. Some- One time, I went to the doctor, and they were like, "Hey, I am a teaching doctor. Would you mind? Yeah, if my student runs your health checkup, your mm-hmm. physical." And I said, not a problem. Yeah. And we did it, and it was a little awkward. And but she, I, and she missed the cancer. And, <laughs> I'm dying. Thanks a lot. Failed the exam. <laughs> no, it, you go, and, and I felt nice to be a part of someone's you know, new thing. You know, like right. I felt good yeah. that I felt like part of the team in that way. So, like, I think, like. But you play- also don't want that situation to be too rushed. Right. Well, you, you, don't, go, you don't, you're not like, come on, you know, speed right, this up. Right. But even like at the pedicure place, you go, oh, you would gain this feeling of like, oh, I helped the new generation along. Like, I, they're hiding it from you because they don't want you to be mad. And honestly, they would, if they got in front of it, if they were like, hey, we got someone new here, we're going to give you 10% off, and you would be a customer for a lifetime. And, you might even come in the next time and go, give me the new guy. I like, they did a great job. Right, like you're right, going right. to be, you're going to get, everyone is to win in that respect. And it's like one of those things where it's like, you don't even realize how much you'll be winning if you just 
show a little vulnerability. I agree. I do know she said in that I wanted to treat myself by going to this place because it's more expensive. She yeah, she didn't say, say it was better. That's the problem. It's like I do understand when they're more expensive. Usually, like the appliances are nicer, yeah. the chairs are nicer, but the ex- that doesn't mean the experience. I would is say, be and I'm not you know no judgment here, but I would say if you're going, yeah, I went to this bougie place because it was more expensive. I'm like, I'd say you might be a little uh, bougie yourself. That's okay. <laughs> well, that's the experience they're looking for. Yeah, right, right, right. But the thing is, even the bougie place has to train I mean, I their mean bougie place. Like, I'm a communist. Like, like they should be killed. Oh, you don't. You don't like any <laughs> any amount of spending to you. Well, why? This guy it? comes from his nutritionist therapist and is telling us how to spend our money. I spent like seven hundred dollars on that. <laughs> I could train podcast. Save lives in Africa. Right. Look at you <laughs> judging other people. I could have saved lives in Africa, and instead I. I literally could have spent. You cried about eating a sandwich. Yeah, I could have spent seven hundred dollars. I could literally have put that and saved a life. And well, instead, I chose if, to have someone that's make why you feel the, okay eating M&M's. Well, that's where the luxury lounge exists. No one can come in here and say you could have saved a life. You yeah, could have right. always saved a life yeah. instead of doing whatever you do every day. Yeah. Right, you you go up on stage and talk about your traumas. You right. think that time couldn't have been better spent somewhere else. But if there's no, comedy, you could have been volunteering. Well, I think everybody would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. Luxury Lounge subtitles blocking the screen. Shelby Jarrett and guest Feather Feather. My LLC is coming to you all the way from Switzerland. Love it, international. I love going to the cinema to watch the latest movies, and I prefer to do it in their original language, mostly English. My complaint is that because this country has multiple official languages, German, French, Italian, all English movies have both German and French subtitles in the region where I live. This is fine on bigger screens, but in cute art cinemas, sometimes the writing blocks half the screen. You know how sometimes in the movie there is something written on the screen to indicate when when or where the scene is happening? Mm. Well, Netflix and other streaming services figured out how to move subtitles around so I can still still see the added information. But why can't cinemas? I hate being lost in timelines or having to figure out where the movie plays. I am there to put my brain on the shelf, not to play detective, and I paid full admission, so I want to see the full picture. What do you think, Rana? Well, I think if you're watching art films, you're probably not putting your brain on the shelf. There's like, some thinking involved. Yeah, you know okay. I mean? like, yeah but they're like, I didn't go to the Swedish art house movie theater to think. Well, they, they're they thinking about that yeah, thing yeah, instead detective. of, yeah. you know, their I, eating issues. Yeah, I, uh, it's, <laughs> it is, it is, it is, it is, I will say the, the like, come on, I don't need this in other languages, mm. fucking speak English. I've never seen that complaint within Swedish art house movies, like in that world. Well, like, that's the plight. That's the true plight, don't you think? The plight of this person is like, when you're asking for the English movie to be in English, you still yeah. sound like a pig American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're in the Swedish movie and you're asking for, get rid of this Ameri- this English <laughs> subtitle, now you sound proper. Right. Like, that's annoying. Like, but this she's person- saying get rid of the French, the, the German and French. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, right. the, when you say get rid of the German and French, you immediately sound like an American pig. Right, right, right. But the movie was in English. It's but meant to be in yeah, English. Yeah, exactly. So, fuck off. Right, like, right. I, that's what I, I hate about this because if it was a French movie. She's actually more cultured. She actually right. understands it in its own language. Right. Well, in the way also, it was intended to be seen. She's also the culture. She's English. She's like, it's like a French person here being like, why are there English subtitles? It's in French. It's ruining it. Yeah. Right. That's what you say. I think, I mean, that is annoying. I mean, like. I think the, the, that's the most annoying the part is that you always sound like a pig. Because Switzerland is such a non committal pussy country, they couldn't right. decide on one language. Right. I mean, by the way, 
This is about Switzerland in general or any of those countries like that, you know? Like, well, you what's know. That? Give, me, give me some more. I don't know. Well, you know, what is it? What are the other countries? Uh, Holland. The okay. Countries that don't... Uh, don't, don't get involved. That have more than one language. Okay. That don't have a national language. If you all can't agree on a national language, then mm. you shouldn't be a country. Like, if you don't have that much commitment... And that's a bold statement. I that's am, bold. I am putting down, like... A bunch of different countries. But like, I, mean, I do believe that. Also, like, kind of culturally, like, they are uh, one, like, a homogenous, co- you know, like. They're a homogenous country, but, like, with Switzerland, you have German over here, mm. French over here. Uh, you know, it's like, if you can't decide on different languages, you're not a country. Go I back guess. to the drawing board. Well, I, I guess the way I think of Europe is more like the United States, like, with states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the people in Pittsburgh are a little bit West Virginia. Right. Well, you sure. know, <laughs> like, but they're still in Pennsylvania. Right, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's Pittsburgh a little gets, bit. Pennsylvania gets pretty red. Right. Redneck. Yeah. Well, Connecticut goes, there's some New England, Connecticut people. And there's New York, Connecticut I mean, people. You go outside of New York City, everyone in New York is a fucking farmer in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> you literally go 20 minutes outside of New York City. They're well, like, the... we don't get people like you from around here. It's just been me and my pig on this farm. <laughs> they do get pretty weird when you say you're from New York. City, you're like, yeah, and you end up in Pennsylvania, but it's like an hour away, and you're like, you can yeah. go every day. It's right here. <laughs> Isn't it funny, too, that New York State is defined by New York City when, like, I mean, it's obviously where most of the people are, right. but most of the land is definitely nothing like New York City. <laughs> the best, the, the, the one part you become thankful for New York City in other parts of New York is you're like... You'll be in Buffalo, and they're like, yeah, the bars are open till 4 a.m. You're like, here? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it's just like, it's New York. And you go, oh, and it's because of New York City. It's like, right. you know, that's it open till 4 a.m. Yeah, they're like, that, yeah. yeah, it affects like these other podunk places. Then you go on the road, and you forget to eat at 8 p.m., and everything's closed at Closed. They, like, New so York like, is saves open? you. Applebee's is open? The kitchen's not open, but we have one stale you can al- <laughs> right. potato wedge. You, you can always count on New York State to be this, like, kind of late-night I state. I in Indianapolis once I was at a show and I like forgot to eat it was like 10pm I think I smoked weed and there was nothing open and I'm like you, what am I gonna do like go to sleep hungry like I'm in fucking, oh dude like it's I'm the in Africa bane of my existence like, yeah, I can't the only that. thing that's open is that um, it's a steak and shake yeah, yeah, and then it kind of closes somewhat earlier as well. I know exactly in where in but Indianapolis you, that but I got it, my late and night I drug, fix. And I've like back when you're drunk, you go to steak and shake in a Waffle House, it's right? Fine, but when you're sober for the most part, it's like a David Lynch movie. It's like terrifying. What do you do? Like I would do the hotel marketplace. I'd be like thirty bags of chips. Why did I not have that as an option? I can't remember why. I uh, put up a video once of me going back from like the Holiday Inn marketplace. And they didn't have bags, so it was just me holding, like, hugging a bunch, like a kid who just won a bunch of stuffed animals at the zoo. I think my hungry loneliness at that point was beyond what the hotel marketplace could feel. It couldn't <laughs> be. <laughs> like, I needed, like... The, 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 the individual chicken salad <laughs> in a can. It could not. Wasn't going to suffice. Yeah, it would not. I, I had, like, career choices I had to forget about that night. JTrainPodcast.com. So. JTrainPodcast. I might just say something to gmail.com <laughs> here with Ron on Hirschberg at Ron on comedy that's the fun you can find Monday the 23rd <laughs> at his special taping rononcomedy.com to get tickets oh did I talk about my dates I didn't even get into my dates I got I dates I mean, oh up? come yeah. on people if you're out there I am in Charlotte North Carolina this weekend that's right the great 
town of Charlotte. Bank of America town, USA. Charlotte, I got five shows. Philadelphia, added a second show. Syracuse, D.C., added a second show. Baltimore, Dania Beach, Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Arizona, San Diego, Boston, Chicago, JaredFree.com. I'm adding more dates all the time. We love adding dates. Uh, let's luxury lounge. Ban the bag ban. What? Plastic bags full of feathers to you, Shelby, mm-hmm. and your guests. My complaint is about the plastic bag bans that are creeping into townships and cities all around me. Mm. I am sure none of this is new to you as New York has, been, has had a ban on single-use plastic bags since 2020. But in my state, the towns around me are slowly adopting rules that forbid supermarkets and other stores from providing convenient, useful, and repurposable plastic bags to customers. Without this standard service, I know I have to plan. I now have to plan my grocery store trips and remember to bring a bag. I do not want to keep reusable bags in my car because I still have to remember to bring them back to the car after bringing in my groceries. And I'm a forgetful, scatterbrained person. To make matters worse, the township now mandates a 15-cent fee on paper bags that the store is allowed to provide, and you have to ask for them from a store clerk while you're going to through the self-checkout, defeating the purpose of self-checkout. And they don't have handles, so they are annoying to schlep to the car. It is basically the Stamp Act or the T-Act. I care about the environment, but do not <laughs> want to undertake this kind of inconvenience to barely make a dent i recycle and don't litter can't that be enough thank you for reading my complaint as even the people in my life who usually agree with me on everything do not think the bag bans are a big deal thank you about to dump a barge of bags into boston harbor what do you think very funny that yes line. fantastic it is basically email. nazi germany um i uh i mean i kind of agree it's like first of all even plastic bags like a '90s problem. Are we like all going to be underwater in three weeks? Is that the, is that the thing keeping us afloat? The bags. Most of these environmental things that the people have to care about mm-hmm. are just to make us feel good about ourselves and aren't helpful at all. Yeah, they're like too late. Was the I bags? Don't know, the or like, two- isn't not not too late? But isn't the bags kind of like? The least of our problems now? I would assume. Like, when I see a big pipe going into the air with smoke coming out of it all day long, <laughs> you go, I don't know if it's the bags. Though, you know? then I, I remember I watched Our Planet on uh, Netflix, and there are, like, there are parts where, like, this seagull in Australia who's in an island is feeding his child, like, you know, plastic balls. And, I like, know, but it, here's the thing. It, it, it They're is, dumb. They should know. It's better. dumb. Yeah. The seagulls should know better. But also, growing up, here's the thing. Get rid of one problem, create another. Mm -hmm. Those plastic bags from the grocery store used to have a space in my home. Did they have a space in your home growing up where you would go and use them in the little garbages around the house? Yeah, put them on our heads. Right. Parents would be like, either go the whole way with it on your head or don't. Get high, you put like aerosol cans. No, but I'm saying you would use those bags. And what they said in their email is correct. The plastic, I've never thought of the plastic bags as reusable, but I was reusing them my whole life. They were, stop and shop bags were the liners of every garbage in my house. Now, I don't have plastic bags from any grocery store, so I have to go buy plastic bags, little tiny ones. I have to get the smaller ones to be the liners for my my garbage bags. I just get the reusable every time. I just have a giant thing of like nice plastic bags now. What do you mean? Well, at the grocery, you can pay for them. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm sorry. The grocery bags 
that you used to get at the grocery Which that were like plastic, plastic. Yeah. you would bring them home and use them in other ways. Yes. Yes. So they were being reused by normal people. So now instead of reusing the grocery bags, ah. we're buying more plastic You're bags. Right. I wasn't, that's a great point. So, so it, reusable, it's going to happen no matter what. What we call reusable plastic bags are in fact not really that reusable. Because right. they're only reusable for one thing, which is to remember the next time you go to the grocery, which no one remembers. Right. So you're actually not... That's a brilliant point. It's, you're not... Why? When you listen to someone, you really can... Th- let's see what happens. <laughs> it's not... You're not reusing the reusables and the ones that we didn't reuse, we reused all the time. Right. We had worked it out. We figured it out. Yeah, I think yeah. the only way... There shouldn't have been a plastic bag ban. There should have been police forces going door to door to make sure you were taking the plastic bags that you got from the grocery store and using them elsewhere. Right, right. That's where the knock on the door, like the Nazi Germany knock on the door, let me see your bags. Right. Not your papers. I want to see your bags. Let me see how you're using the plastic bags. Because we were fixing the problem on our own. The world was healing itself. And then they came in here and added the big government in. They're right. going to charge you for paper bags that don't have handles. This, this, this all like, ends at don't ha- no handles. Just, it's crazy. Which is just like, first of all, you're just putting ourselves in the Home Alone situation where it all breaks. Absolutely. Like, they're like, do you, wanna, do you want this $4 reusable bag? <laughs> right. Or do you want to have all your groceries break on, on the, the way home? Absolutely. <laughs> which one like, do you want? If it's, it's not the, right, if it's not the Whole Foods bag with the handles, yeah. then you have a, no bag at all. Yeah, it, because what they're and so now they're just looking for us to pay well, more I think money. David Tell described it as like when you get your like clothes in prison, you put it like under like it's a bag you have to hold under you, you know, like the cardboard bag. Oh, well, you have to hold it under like your your possessions or something that they give you, like when you're naked. <laughs> it really isn't a solution. They've just no, moved they've these extorted. deck chairs around the you know the, the and ship they're deck. extorting us. And also, they've ruined being able to impulsively go to the. I have to have a plan every time I go to the grocery. Like this is New York. I go to the grocery because I look and I go, oh, there's a grocery. Right. I haven't had food in my house in like months. Have you, you ever? Said to the has the person ever asked you for a bag if you need a bag and you go no I'm good because you're just like I guess I don't and then you end up carrying the stuff out and you're like what have I done to myself well that's very personal because now everyone sees the groceries you get and I'd rather them know what kind of porn I watch like I don't want them to know right. I'm getting sugar free jelly and like crazy you know what I mean like I don't like you know what I mean like I don't want yeah. them to know the kind of shit I get right they you don't want them to see that Halo you got top. like Weight Watchers <laughs> yeah meals and Halo Snickers. top birthday cake flavor yeah. which is an actual type of cake <laughs> birthday cake flavor Halo well, top confetti has- cake. No, it's called birthday cake. Birthday cake? Well, birth. I mean, I have a birth. List. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure. No, because they call themselves the Nice Cream Company. So I, yeah. I they Halo do a lot Top of work. Halo Top has uh, no. They, what they do is like a lot of abstract concepts. Like one of them just says it's just called candy bar, but it doesn't say like what candy bar. That's one of their flavors. It's just candy bar. Another is birthday cake. One is just like you know, like loneliness. Like they don't <laughs> have. It's just all abstract concepts. I. I love Halo Top because of how the concept to me the calories of the whole thing and the whole pint to me is like a fabulous idea because it just it says to you there it is that's I mean, all you need to know like when you see that like a cookie on the nutrition facts is one fourth a cookie you're like who is this for right right who right. are you they always you always they always trick you because you have to do the math you know they're like right only 25 calories one serving is a crumb Se- that you take a bite out of seven <laughs> seven popcorn kernels yeah the idea that i am gonna go seven popcorn kernels and then be like oh well there's the serving and, size and by the way it's it's 
it's very shaming. Like, I'm sure you've been there too. I mean, I'm sure a lot of, we've all eaten that frozen box that says it's for a family, mm. but it's not for a family. No. I mean, like a fucking Chinese family during like Hiroshima or something, but it's not like. Or <laughs> Were they, was there famine stuff? <laughs> I, I, you've really mixed up it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. During the war. Luxury Lounge, prepaid credit cards. Mm hmm. Feather, feather, long time, first time. I have a luxury complaint about prepaid credit debit cards. My father-in-law loves to gift my husband and I prepaid cards for holidays such as birthdays and Christmas. Well, it's a nice gesture. They are the biggest pain in the ass to use. I Have you ever gotten these? Prepaid. They give you – it's like a credit – it looks like a credit card, but it's just like 50 bucks. You would have been better off with the cash. It's not usable. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, the, I've gone to places they go, we don't take that here. I'm like, you take American Express. Why don't you take the American Express? Well, you also Express? just sound like a felon trying to get a credit card. Like, we'll give you $50 and that's it. Right. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. There are countless fees such as transaction costs and get this. Then why don't you just give the cash? Just give me 50 bucks. Well, because yeah. they're doing, what they're doing is they're like, well, I can't, I don't have cash. I don't have a $50 bill. They're, they're trying to make an impersonal gift personal. Because a card, you know, the, the prepaid card goes in the card and you can write a, a letter. It has like your name. Does it have your name on it? No. It's just like a, it looks like a visa that like you would get out of a magazine. Like it just doesn't look, it, it is them absolving. I just stop being friends with them. Well, you got to get rid of your father-in-law. <laughs> they even, they can even charge you a fee for checking the balance on your card. Unlike a gift card, you can't use the full amount on your prepaid card and then pay the rest with another payment method. If your transaction cost is uh, transactions co- cost is if you're with the rest of another payment method, if your transaction is cost is over. Oh, so you're right. And how do you like? Let's say you have ten dollars left on it. Maybe you just answer. You can that. only use it under the amount that is loaded on the card. Price is right style, so you can only go up to but not over. <laughs> so you can like, which means you will always end up with unused money on the prepaid card. Yeah, that's their whole plan. They they basically got you into their grift. These credit card yeah. companies are like, here's a great way for us to never, like to to gain money. We're yes. we're just get. It's basically like going and exchanging your money at the airport, like the worst exchange rate ever. Right for your fifty dollars, you're getting forty eight at a maximum. Plastic car. None of this need to be made for this. No, I'm forced to relinquish self-checkout as you can't use prepaid cards. I have tried countless times to use the remaining amount on the cards only for the cashiers to tell me they are tricky and they don't work. I've had this happen to me. I've been given these as gifts after shows. Really? They'll be like, we're not paying you. And this you're doing like if you do a charity show, they'll be like, we, we got you a gift card. And you're like, thank you. And then it's unusable. Uh, these funds also expire and decrease monthly. So you have limited time <laughs> to use them. My complaint is twofold because my father-in-law continues to give them to us despite us explaining the challenges of using them sincerely is our next move to gift him one yeah you got to give it to him give yeah. him the prepaid car watch him deal with checkout people going they're tricky but they don't should... work they, yeah. you have to know the hori- hor- you have to know yeah, how horrible a time it is to use these prepaid cards to never give out these but prepaid I, cards i, I don't should... think anyone who's ever given one out has ever no gotten pain. one i think you should one up it and give him a card that does not work literally anywhere right so he'll spend his whole life just wondering where this might work and he'll like you know for <laughs> a while the, he'll try it for a while yeah. it won't work anywhere and he'll give up but he won't throw it away because it's like there's still money on it right and then like maybe a year later you know he doesn't have cash on him he'll try it again and just basically what will happen is his whole life he'll keep on getting into these embarrassing 
financial like rejection moments publicly and he'll hold it with him and then on his deathbed he'll look at you and go i never used the card <laughs> put it in my will but i'm I don't sorry <laughs> i disappointed you I, as a father i tried so many places i've held this with me oh, all sure these years somewhere right that'd be pretty good that'd be pretty good yeah i think mean, that's good yeah really get him jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we got time for one more let's do one more we got Ron on Hirschberg go follow at Ron on comedy rononcomedy.com for tickets October 23rd that's the show comedy seller I just yawned during that plug that's okay um okay Luxury Lounge, Delivery Driver Revenge. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the safe space to vent. I'll get right to it. My FedEx and Amazon packages routinely get placed right in front of my garage door. I know the driver probably thinks they're doing me a huge favor by putting it in the clear spot, but in reality, they're just throwing a wrench in my day, and here's why. I work from home, so when I leave the house, I now have to take the extra step of opening the garage door, walking around the back of my car to check for packages. Conversely, if I come home from being out and a delivery has been dropped off, now I have to get out of my car and pick up the packages so I don't run it over when pulling into the garage. I sometimes wonder if they hate me and do it to fuck with me, because it makes no sense why they drop the packages in the most inconvenient spots. Sincerely, crushed hope and packages. Hey, don't get me started. I mean, I do think, like, because you live at home, it's probably... Out of anyone, it's like mm. way worse for a lot of other people. Like for me, it's like insane. People are like, Amazon's like, you weren't here. We gave your laptop to this crackhead on the street. He mm-hmm. said he'd hold it for you right. for the next five hours. Mm-hmm. Look for a guy named Jerry. You know, yeah. what I mean? like it's like insane. They'll just and then you're outside yeah. the streets, Jerry. <laughs> Can yeah. I have my laptop, please? I'd like to look at porn. <laughs> we put your giant TV in the bushes next yeah. to the place. It's like, what, what are you doing? Like, I have heroin for you. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's outside. Yeah. To the point where if something's outside, I feel like people can't have a right to take it. We are constantly the beta test generation for everything. Right. We are the perfect middle between analog and like right. and, and 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 what's it called what's the other digital, digital. we are the we're cuz you and I are the same age yeah analog and digital we are the in between at some point every place will be built to have a helipad right. where all their Amazon packages will be dropped and that will be that we will have apartment complexes built for package drop offs right we are now, not right built now, for it's that. a little lawless cuz I think what Amazon is like failing to see is that when you bring a package into the lobby of an apartment building, mm. there is a code. Mm-hmm. You know, you assume the neighbors in your apartment building aren't going to steal it, right? Right. But once it's outside the building, right? No, that no, code no, no, does not exist. No, 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 no. For the people in just New York City, spe- like it's, we're not right. like we're not like fucking Bedford Falls. This is like no. a like you you can't like the code does not exist. For the crackhead stealing and like all these people, you know, especially for this person, yeah, it's just outside of their house in front of the garage. Anyone could drive up. Yeah, if there's I, no code. If, there's no code outside the building. If I'm, you know, unless there's a ring camera, but now we've created this Big Brother state where we just we're watching packages all day long to make sure no one takes them. It's crazy to the point where I don't even know if that's stealing. Is that even stealing if it's like out if it's outside? Right. And this person, what they, re- what they, what they're assuming is they're like, oh, they're putting it in a spot that they think will be good for me. No, they're not. No, they're putting it in the spot that's easiest for them to pull up and drop it the fuck off. You, what I would do if I was this person, I would create a package bin, right? 
and then put a sign up on your garage. Put it in the bin. Yeah, yeah. And then put the bin to the left of your, you know, your front door. Maybe even make the bin look nice. I think they have these things where you can yeah. like have a package bin that like looks like it's a a big rock. Right. You know, and someone can put it inside the like rock. People can't get it. Don't just like put it next to the group of homeless people having a fire in a trash right. can and be like, you know. It doesn't feel like there's a care in and, and when is it when does the transfer of responsibility occur? Does it happen when they put the package in the place or does it happen when you receive the package that's the biggest problem i believe we can trust the apartment code because like you know we don't want amazon people like going into our house you know Mm. what i mean and i i do worry about that sometimes i'm like not even worry i think myself like i could probably murder people like just putting on an amazon outfit (laughs) you think about this often ringing a bell and just let me in and i just kill whoever Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and if i'm thinking of it you know some other people probably are too you could see run on hirschberg comedy star october 23rd it it does you see some of the amazon package you're like well let them in (laughs) yeah good to go just have a shirt like that just says amazon and i'm sure you can go online and purchase that vest yeah and then you're just the amazon serial killer (laughs) (laughs) well uh, Renan just wrote out <laughs> the next scene of someone's horrific life. But uh, I think it has to be within the building. It has to be within the building. I just think like if this I were, person if I were to needs give a you, bin. If I just treat it like individuals. If I were to give, if I owed you something, if I had to give you something, and I just said, eh, I put it on this park bench. And Tom couldn't square park. Mm, yeah, it wouldn't be. You didn't <laughs> give me shit. Is that my is my responsibility done? Then? No, I don't think yeah, so. Right. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ron on Hirschberg. Thank you for coming on. Oh, this has been a blast. Everyone go follow Ron on at Ron on Comedy. Ron on Comedy.com for tickets to his show. Monday, October 23rd. You're going to love the show. He's taping a special. Big night. We want everyone to go. We want to make it awesome. I'm There's out. two shows early and late. Go to the late one. That's the fun one. That's the one where yeah. Ron on will be like, you know, riffing more and looser because he's already got it from the first one. Right. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Back next week. Boom.